Economics in the Spirit present... How to be a success. Ordinary men living extraordinary lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man, exploring economics and the spirit. Okay, so we're going to move on to the mountaintop section. How did you get into prayer storm? Now, I didn't want to be in ministry. I mm. didn't have any desire to preach. I mm-hmm. hated public speaking. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember receiving a prophetic word at a meeting um, when I was a lot younger, and the guy said, you're going to be a preacher. And internally, I was so disappointed. I was like, God, oh. why would you do this to me? <laughs> so there was everything in me just resisted mm-hmm. anything to do with ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the fact that I'm doing it right now is actually a testament of the work of God in me. Mm-hmm. I had an encounter with God some time ago where it's like I had a personality transplant is the best way to describe wow. it. I, it was like God just sucked out this shy whatever person I was that didn't want to do any kind of public speaking or, and it was like, he just replaced that with like fire. And wow. I just, I, I felt like one moment I couldn't speak in front of five people. Next mm-hmm. moment I'm like, I'm ready to speak in front of a million people. It was like <laughs> this boldness was just, it, something just happened. It was supernatural. Uh, but that's just one of other encounters I've had. Now how Preston started was obviously moved to Manchester 2001 and, um, and I went to university, uh, University of Salford. Mm-hmm. While I was there, I came across a ministry in America called The Ramp. And when I first came across The Ramp was probably 2004. And when I watched the videos from the gatherings, I remember just weeping and just crying out to God saying, mm-hmm. Lord, I want to see this in Manchester. I want to see you move like this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so t- 2007, I sent them an email uh, just after I finished uni. And I said, hey, I'm just planning to visit one of your gatherings. Because they have their gatherings in a place called Hamilton, Alabama, which mm. is literally in the middle of nowhere. Mm. I was emailing them to say, well, how do I get to Hamilton from, you know, mm. Birmingham, Alabama? Mm. That was my email. Well, the email back was a surprise to me. Basically, Karen Wheaton, the lady who started the ramp, mm. had visited Manchester mm. some years back. Mm. And she had an encounter in Manchester where she was out on the streets like uh, with thousands of people in terms of just people partying like Mm -hmm. she was coming from a crusade and they were kind of like part Manchester is known for its nightlife like it's just intense (laughs) so so she's kind of talking to these drunk girls and they heard her accent and they're like what are you doing in Manchester she says they're on the singer so they said to her, sing for us. So she starts singing to them a song about how Jesus loves them. Mm-hmm. And as she sings this song, it was like God just shows up and the girls instantly sobered up and start weeping. Like oh, they wow. start encountering God there. Wow. So she said that experience marked her in, in Manchester. And she'd been thinking about Manchester. She went back to the ramp, told them of her experience in Manchester, and they start to pray for Manchester. So fast forward 2007, Mm -hmm. I don't know of that experience. I just showed up from Manchester, Mm. and they're like, wow. Mm -hmm. But during the conference, just randomly, Karen Wheaton on the stage just says, oh, there are a few people who are here all the way from Manchester, all the way from the UK. Mm. This wasn't planned. It was a spontaneous thing. I didn't know she was going to do this. Mm. said, oh, why don't you guys come up on stage? There's maybe over about, you know, 1,200 kids as, mm. as in teenagers at this conference. 
So she invited us on the platform. And then what I just shared with you about her experience in Manchester, Mm -hmm. she shared that to everyone at at the gathering and Mm -hmm. said, hey, you know, and guess what? We got an email a a few weeks ago from this guy here, Mm -hmm. James, you know, and guess where he's from? He's from Manchester, England. So they were all kind of like just blown away. Like this is like a God thing because Hamilton... Yeah, Hamilton, you got to understand, it's in the bush. So it was like a big deal that we came all the way, not just to mm. Birmingham, Alabama, but to Hamilton. She said to me, oh, why don't you greet the people? She gave me the microphone, and I'd been on this fast that Luengo, who leads a ministry in America called The Call, it's a prayer movement, mm. I heard him call this fast, heard about him call this 40-day fast. It was my first fast. It mm. was a Daniel fast I did. And while I was on this fast, you know, the Lord was speaking to me, the scripture I quoted earlier on, Joel 2, 28, I'll mm-hmm. pour out my spirit on all flesh. So as she gave me the microphone to just greet the people, what came out of me was what was already in me, which was Joel 2, 28. Mm-hmm. As I shared that scripture, something supernatural happened. I just, I felt like some, like a mantle fell from heaven. I felt it come on me. The moment it came on me from, I was speaking from speaking, I fell on the floor, literally on my knees, just groaning and weeping, crying out to God for revival in the UK. Oh my well, the, days. The, the whole meeting just Thank exploded. You, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> I can even feel it right now saying it. The whole meeting just mm-hmm. exploded and all these teenagers Dying were just weeping oh, and crying out to God for revival in the UK. It was, Amen. and I, I am on the stage and my mind is thinking this, like, James, what on earth is going on? It's like I'm trying to. It, it was. It almost felt like an out of body experience. Uh-huh. Like, what is going on? How is this happening? What? <laughs> you know. But it was so tangible, so powerful. This went on for about thirty minutes. Like kids just crying out to God for revival. It was just such a life changing moment. I knew that that moment was going to change the rest of my life. Well. After that gathering, I went to The Call, which mm. is a prayer gathering that Lou Engel had put on in a stadium in mm. Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. 77,000 people, mostly mm. young people, gathered to fast and pray for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So I go back, and I, when I was there, I felt the Lord say to me, you mobilize like this for prayer in the UK. And it wasn't anything Amen. on my mind at the time. But I came back to the UK, I didn't have a job, obviously, just finished uni. All my friends were applying for jobs, and I just felt like I had a faith not to apply for any job. Not because I was lazy, but I just felt the faith to just see God that he was going to bring me the right job. Mm-hmm. So I spent hours and hours praying. I mean, I wake up early in the morning, pray for 10 hours, 12 hours, 15 hours, 17 wow. hours, sometimes 24, as in it was supernatural. Something came on me in that mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. that I found myself praying mm-hmm. in a way that I was saying to myself, James, what's happened to you? What's going on? This is just strange. Anyway, point is... One day I'm praying. As I'm praying, I just heard a name. It was a word of knowledge, Deborah Green. I don't know who she is. Yeah. Search her on Google, Deborah Green, Manchester. Details came up. I felt to send her the video of the young people praying at, at, at Hamilton, Alabama. But what I didn't know was Deborah was a leader in the city of Manchester who had been leading prayer meetings for many years. She sent that video to a guy called Andy Hawthorne, who leads the Message Trust mm. right here in Manchester, mission organization. Uh, Andy Hawthorne saw the video, played it at one of the Message Trust prayer days, mm. which has about 100 people, mostly their staff. 
when he played the video, the same thing that happened at the meeting in Hamilton happened in the meeting in Manchester. <gasps> People start to weep Amen. and cry out to God for revival. Well, they are all things in themselves. Who's this guy in Hamilton, Alabama, praying for the UK and, you know, for Manchester? Well, as it happens, someone in the meeting knew me. This person had not seen for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. So they sent me an email afterwards saying, James, I just saw this video of you at some meeting in America. I think you come around to me and the whole phone. And Mel, Andy, Andy said, hey, James, you know what? I like you to be our prayer coordinator. So on the back of that video, I got hired as a prayer coordinator for the Message Trust. Wow. Um, and as I'm leading prayer for the Message Trust on the side, I started to encourage some of my friends to start prayer meetings. Now, those prayer meetings were not connected to my work at the Message. They were just going on on the side. And then one day I felt to gather these young people together to have a day of prayer for the city. So that prayer meeting, the first one we had was called Prayer Storm. And that was in 2009. I had no idea it was going to be something that I would end up doing full time or something that I would keep going. I just thought we're just going to do this gathering and that was it. But then again, as God has it, after that, lots of testimonies, lots of things happen. God starts to speak to me. I have more encounters with God that confirm to me that this is something I was meant to do again. So I put on the gathering again, like the next year Mm. and more young people come in. Mm. People are getting delivered. Things are happening. Andy Hawthorne, who leads the message, heard about it and he got got behind it and starts to support a prayer storm. And then in, in 2014, um, I just felt like the Lord wanted me to self set up Prayer Storm as a charity. Mm-hmm. So it was a massive step of faith for me. So I had to kind of resign my role and just start again from scratch, believing God that he was going to fund this prayer movement. So here we are, two, 2019, and God is still doing amazing things. And it's just crazy to just look back. That sounds absolutely spectacular. Spectacular. Next week, James tells us how he has positioned himself for the encounters he's had with God and his passion for reading about revival. Now, I'm not a massive reader. I guess I listen more to audio books and things like that. Mm-hmm. However, uh, some of the books that have really impacted me have been things to do with revival mm-hmm. uh, and moves of God. They've just made me really hungry for God. Thanks for listening. New episodes are available every Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes as it will help the show to grow. Finally, The Good Man, Exploring Economics and the Spirit, is available on audible.com now. If it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening and stay blessed. Stay blessed.